Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Right back at it on The Fan. I feel like I was just here. Oh, that's because I was at 2 a.m. Let's do it again. For the people, for the fans, the sports fans. I like to talk about all the sports. 877-337-6666. I said 877-337. A six, a six, and two more sixes will get you on the fan in New York. Now, let's start with last night. Because I realize a lot of you go to sleep by 11, 12, 1, 2 a.m. when I'm on reacting to what happened last night. Talking about the atmosphere at Prudential Center as the New Jersey Devils get a win over the Avalanche. We'll have eyes on the Rangers tonight. Or talking about Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving's return to Barclays Center and how terrible the Nets are and how whack the Nets are, and how it sucks to be a Nets fan right now. Or the main topic of conversation last night, which bled into all of our shows today, and I'll give you my thoughts and takes on it, the Knicks. Securing a win against the Memphis Grizzlies and a bunch of guys on that team that nobody's ever heard of. Jalen Brunson goes down late in the game with an ankle injury. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's not fine, but it's it's going to be fine. I'll say this, the same things I said last night. Dante DiVincenzo was quoted after the game saying, you know, I asked him if he's good. He said he's good. He's one of the toughest guys in the league. I don't worry about him. He's going to be fine. And then even Tommy T said, you read the game. I tell you guys, no lead is safe. You got to read the game. Like, I get the narratives around the coach playing guys too long. If you want to blame him for Julius Randle separating his shoulder late in the game, Jalen Brunson rolling his ankle late in the game. Those things happen. It's a sport. It's basketball. It's professional basketball. And, yeah, you can make the argument, hey, these guys play 40-plus minutes a night. They're run down, and this is bound to happen when you run guys into the ground. Well, I'll say this. These guys have been hooping since, what, October, November, December, January. It is now February. There's a break coming up for a reason. They all need it. And with Julius Randle hurt, and Jalen Brunson hurt, maybe they don't need to play in the All-Star game. 877-337-6666. We are on the eve of 
the NBA trade deadline. We'll have that conversation as well with not just Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson being hurt, but Jericho Sims, Quentin Grimes, Grimes, and the guy you traded for, OG Ananobi, you need to make another trade. You need to make another move. You need to add another guy. Guys are banged up, and even if they're all healthy, you still want to shore up this run. You still want to take insurance out for this run. You still want to add a piece so that another team doesn't add a piece that you were potentially looking at and jump ahead of you. Speaking of that, like the top of the food chain, the Boston Celtics, they're not wasting any time. The Boston Celtics go out there, and speaking of the Memphis Grizzlies, they trade two second-round picks for Xavier Tillman, and they say, come on down. We could use another body. We could use another guy. We know we're in first place. We know we're the favorites right now, but we're trying to get better. And there's a report out there that Brad Stevens and the Celtics are anticipated to continue their aggressive approach and make another move before the trade deadline tomorrow. So if Knicks fans and the New York Knicks think that they're getting to an Eastern Conference Finals slash Finals, you're going to have to run through Boston. You're going to have to see Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Make a move. Your team has currently constructed... I don't know if you can hang with the Celtics in a seven-game series. Make a move, and maybe it'll be a little more even. 877-337-6666. So going back to last night as well, the Rangers. The Rangers are on tonight, and uh, they're looking for three in a row. And I don't know how you guys feel about the Rangers. I know some have soured on them. We were talking last night about Jonathan Quick, Igor Shesterkin. Let's see what happens tonight. With this game, uh, I just think it's the second half now, as we just talked about the NBA All-Star break coming up. We're on the second half now. The Rangers have a good club. They have to make their push. They won so many games that they're in a pretty decent shape, even though they stumbled a little bit towards the All-Star break. I think they'll be all right, and I think you'll rally back around them. It's not just going to be a Knicks town. I think it could also be a Rangers town. And shout-out to my Devils making a push as well, and all the Devils fans making a push for a stadium series jersey and trying to get stadium series tickets and, and whatnot. I think the Devils are still alive as we await Jack Hughes and his return. That's all I've got on the puck, honestly. Uh, Isles fans, chime in if, if you feel like you want to say something about the Isles. I mean, we were, we were even talking about the Golden Knights last night as the Golden Knights and the Oilers win streak, and everybody's out there at the Super Bowl. So everybody went to see the Vegas Knights play hockey. And um, they had a packed house, and they won 3-1. And and I feel like I have to force the Super Bowl conversation tonight, and I absolutely will. I mean, we can talk about baseball, and we're going to talk about baseball, and we damn sure need it. We're going to talk about baseball every hour of the day as spring training approaches. As soon as the Super Bowl ends, it's going to be baseball talk on the fan. Like, we'll get there about Brandon Nimmo and Pete Alonzo. We'll, we'll get there about Juan Soto and Aaron Judge. And, you know, for tonight, I'll mix in a bunch of different things about the Super Bowl, what's going on out there in Vegas. Like, I saw today that a guy got arrested for scaling James Dolan's sphere out there in Vegas. Uh, crazy things are going on. What happens in Vegas is definitely not going to stay in Vegas. But I feel like we should talk about the Super Bowl and if you'll indulge me with your thoughts and your questions, and maybe even 
what you think is going to happen in the game. I see a lot of people actually saying the Niners are going to win and betting against Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, and Spags. And I just, I can't do that. I can't do that. I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to simulate the game in my head. The 49ers just outscore them. If it's Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes, I got to take Brock Brock Purdy. Just kidding. I got to take Patrick Mahomes. Brock Purdy, to me, he's more than a game manager, but this is the biggest game of his life. And if he is not all the way dialed in on, you could lose. I mean, last year, Jalen Hurts was all the way dialed in on in the biggest game of his life and, and took the L. So, man, we're going to talk about everything from the gambling, the prices of tickets, the playing surfaces out there, the media night that happened Monday, and just try and get a little bit more excited. I know here with the Jets and the Giants being miserable and their season being over what feels like months ago, it's just not much conversation to talk about. But we will talk a little bit about the Giants and their head coach and his coaching staff coming together, Mike Kafka, some of these other guys. We'll get to the Giants at some point tonight. Uh, I also want to talk about the Red Sox. Red Sox and chill. There's documentaries being made on the 2024 Red Sox. They're going to have like a Hard Knock style Netflix series on the Boston Red Sox, uh, the last place team in the AL East. And then they're also going to, of course, go back to uh, 2004 and uh, produce a documentary for that historic World Series run. They can't get enough of that one. I mean, if you watched the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers in the ALCS, every game, once the Houston Astros won a couple games, every game was, oh, remember 2004? Yeah, we remember, all right. I didn't think it was that great to be uh, immortalized forever. But, yeah, you're you're going to get that on Netflix. I, I won't watch a second of that. I will be watching this new streaming service, ESPN Fox Sports Warner Brothers Discovery are teaming up on a streaming platform. Everybody's teaming up. I mean, I remember talking a couple weeks ago about this Gotham platform with Yes Network and MSG. And when is it going to get to the point where we realize that this is all just going to be the same price as cable, but with just like buffering and uh, login codes and all this other nonsense? They did say that the Super Bowl is not going to ever be stream but I don't believe that if we just had a a game exclusively on Peacock in the playoffs I think they can be bought I think they can be bought what else is on the docket for tonight uh the Yankees spring training the spring training invites Yankee spring training Mets spring training Gio Urshela floating around out there David Stern spoke we'll talk about that and uh also going back to last night I know Nets fans Want to know what's going to happen with Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith. And I just uh, just have the worst taste in my mouth about the Brooklyn Nets. They're directionless. The arena sucks. We're taking 10 steps back from the energy that we had. And now anybody can come in there, whether it's Luka, Kyrie and the Mavs, or Steph and the Warriors, or of course, KD, Booker and the Suns. And they get the crowd on their side. Uh, Brooklyn has turned into the place where if you can't afford to go see the Knicks play in the garden right now, you go to Marshall's, you pick up a black and white Brooklyn hoodie, Brooklyn hat, and you show up to Barclays Center for uh, 50 bucks and 
don't have to know about who's playing and don't have to really go there and root, root, root for the home team. You just root for dunks and threes and explosive plays. And the most notable stars now are coming through Barclays and getting uh, Barclays and getting fanfare. And it sucks for the actual Nets fans that were riding with the team the last couple years. Uh, we don't have faith in the ownership, the GM, the head coach. And you got guys like Ben Simmons saying, oh, I'm healthy now. I should be starting. I'm more useful as a starter. Shut up, bro. You missed three months. You come back for three games and start making demands about being in the starting lineup. They need to just go ahead and blow it up and be sellers. Trade deadline's coming up. I think our good pal Trista Crick will join us. I think uh, I got to check with Trista on um, what time. But she's the perfect person to talk NBA with, NBA trade deadline. And I believe today is National Women in Sports Day. So why not? Why not have Trista join us? Yeah, February 7th. National Girls and Women's in Sports Day. So I'm, I'm texting with Trista trying to figure out a time. She'll join us tonight. That's, that's going to be my only guest. I will take you through all of the conversations. Feel free to call 877-337-6666. And... What I like to do, I, I don't have one take. I don't have one topic. I want to hear what you guys want to talk about. I'll be your liaison. I'll talk to you about whatever you want to talk about. And I'll also weave us in and out of the calls in the show and make everything flow. Connor Green on the other side of the glass will help us do that as well. We've got Super Bowl stuff we have to discuss. NBA, Knicks, Nets stuff, trade deadline that we have to discuss. A little bit of puck, of course, with the Rangers on tonight. And uh, we'll mix in whatever you guys want to talk. If you guys want to talk Nimmo and Alonzo and uh, David Stearns and Buck Showalter, we can do that. If you want to talk Yankees missing out on Corbin Burns and who they're going to trade for in spring training and whatever else, we can do that too. It's a five-hour show. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host on The Fan. Call me up, and we'll get things started right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, let's get right into it, man. 87-7-33-7-66-66. Uh, let's start with the NBA. I'm in here watching the NBA countdown coverage before the Warriors face the 76ers. I can't watch the Rangers game because it's on TNT Max. Maybe I can log in on my MacBook, but I can't watch it on the TV in here. So I guess I'm about to watch Steph Curry versus the Embiidless Warriors, Tyrese Maxey and Mo Bamba and those guys, but let's start with the NBA because, like I said, I know a lot of you go to sleep, so you didn't hear the full conversation we had after the Knicks 
game last night, around Brunson, around the trade deadline, around All-Star, around injuries, around just everything with the Knicks. So uh, we'll start there, but I have one Nets call that I just got to take. I got to talk to Jack in Rockaway, Queens, about the Brooklyn, formerly New Jersey Nets. <laughs> you don't, Keith. Uh, this is, I, I have to rant, or either I had to call you or go to therapy, one or the other. But uh, I'm 48, and I've been a Nets fan since the, the mid-'80s. Like Dennis Hobson and, and Chris Morris and Ed O'Bannon, Bust, and just a horrible, you know, the, the 80s. We had a little spark in the 90s when uh, uh, Derek Coleman, Drazen, and, and Kenny Anderson, Three talented guys. Each, each. We know how that each of that ended, but those that was that was the most talented teams we had. Uh, the Jason Kidd era. Uh, it was nice. It was pleasant, but we had no real shot. It was about eight to ten teams in the West that were better than us, and any team in the West we had zero chance. So we've never actually had a chance for an NBA championship until we had this big three. Um, fast forward to now in, in the NBA, uh, we have a. a, a it's it's it's. I root for the Nets and I root for every team playing Phoenix, Clippers, and the and the um, uh, Dallas and Mavericks. Dallas. <laughs> yeah. So so this this is just we blew the lead against the Clippers when Kevin Durant came in and, and did the too small on 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 Tan Thomas and and then this week it was just horrible watching the the Warriors and and Kyrie debuts his shoes on on it was just it was, it's been a horrible week for me. And we, it's like our GM now is is what what you would call is a is a bad gambler. He's a gambler that's trying to win it back. He he's he got fleeced with Ben Simmons, so we're sticking with Ben Simmons. He got um, uh, Durant and, and everybody left him, he, so he's he's trying to show the team that uh, he got Mikael Bridges year. in the trade for Kevin Durant, and now teams are offering multiple first round picks for Mikael Bridges, and he won't do that because he wants to stick no, with that return. Cam yeah. Johnson as well. Cam Johnson, they paid Cam Johnson because he's friends with Mikael Bridges, with, right? With Bridges. Those guys are the quote-unquote <laughs> twins. What has Cam <laughs> Johnson done for, uh, you know, the almost $100 million contract that he got this year? This is great because in the NBA now, I, I, I divide it to three players. In the NBA, you have ones, twos, and threes. Ones is about nine of them, eight of them. That could be the best team player on a championship team. Then you have, you know the the, the Tatum's the the Embiid's the the LeBron's the, uh, the then you have the twos you have those those guys are like uh, Durant as the one you have the Booker's the Jalen uh, Jalen Browns those are the twos so you you're trying to build a championship team around the three and if you look across the scope of the NBA there's a reason why the Nets have never won Indiana's never won teams like that you have to have a top player a top five a top eight player in the game so the Nets aren't going to do this because they don't have their picks. In the NBA with the new CBA, you're not going to get these players by trades. Nobody, when you have a top five, top eight player, you're able to uh, go above and beyond the cap. You're able to give them five year maxes. They, they may, you, you may get them when they're 30 and they're having problems with their team. Yeah, you're they, not, you they, have to they did that already with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, and uh, Jason yeah. Kidd was coaching that team. Yep. Yeah, you you have to get. So they need to build through the draft and. They, I heard the craziest thing that, oh, the New York fan base wouldn't allow. We don't have fans. We have a few diehard fans sprinkled in from Jersey. And wouldn't it. allow no it. Yeah, that, that, Our that fan base has allowed everything. The Nets everything. fan base has been the most walked all over, misguided. They moved the team to five different locations. I mean, <laughs> they had a complete rebrand, taking the team from the Meadowlands to Brooklyn. 
And then they keep having these different eras of different coaches and different players. No consistency, no consistent owner, no consistent head coach, no consistent players on the team. <laughs> I, 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 we, we could have strained this out. We had the big three. You, you gave Nash completely unequipped for this job, the job. The minute Kyrie says, oh, we don't have a coach, they should have fined him. They, they, they don't let that guy run through the, through the market. Kyrie the actually whole... said that before yeah, they before hired him. Steve Nash. But the issue is... They went back to Jacques Vaughn, right? Remember Jacques Vaughn when when Kenny Atkinson got fired. Jacques Vaughn was the interim head coach. He was an assistant former net. They went to the bubble and got swept out of the bubble under Jacques Vaughn. And then they Didn't thought they, they were making twice? a splash higher with Steve Nash, who had never coached before. But I think right. they thought Steve Nash, former MVP, would garner the respect of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and before that happened. Kyrie went on Kevin Durant's podcast and said, oh, we don't need a head coach. Any night, any one of us could be the head coach. No, every team needs a coach. And then they passed the guy who who could have fixed this whole mess with the uh, Dupa. Ime Udoka. Yep, because Kyrie's nonsense with the anti-Semitic movie he wanted to post, the NBA said you can't have Kyrie uh, disparaging the Jewish community. You're literally in Brooklyn. And then you can't bring in Ime Udoka with all of the um, allegations and, uh, you know, him cheating on his wife and having affairs with people in the Boston Celtics organization's wives. You can't bring this whole storm there. So they passed on Ime Udoka, made Jacques Vaughn the head coach, and extended him to, I think, 2026 or 27, and thought that he would coach Katie and Kyrie. They didn't want to give Kyrie the extension, and he forced his way out. Katie followed him out the door, and here we are now trying to pick up the pieces led by uh, you know a season where they said Ben Simmons was going to be healthy and play. And like you said, Mikael Bridges is a three. They were expecting to be a one. And it, it, I, I, You nailed it. I, I hope they, yeah. if, uh, they, they'll probably trade one of these guys, the over 30 guys. Which is Dorian Finney-Smith needs to be traded by tomorrow. Royce right. O'Neal can not- also be traded by tomorrow. And Spencer Dinwiddie, if he has any value, trade him. It's not going to move the needle. The real, I hope they do it. I hope all three have to be gone. But they really need to. They 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 need to move Bridges. He'll he'll bring a huge return only because of two reasons. Because he's an excellent all around player, great locker room guy. They won't they won't trade Bridges. There are multiple teams that have reached out last year and this year, offering Houston first round picks. You know, in the future, and they 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 aren't interested because they want to build around Bridges. He's an Iron Man. He's the opposite of what we had. He's a guy that you can count on. He can show up and play every single day. He's healthy. Uh, he's going to you know, ultimately set the NBA record. I think he's going to have something like almost 400 uh, consecutive games played by next year. So, I'm leery on that. As much as he plays, uh, I'm leery on that because uh, he he was a 3-and-D a player. Excellent, nice guy, well-shaped, well, well shaped, but, but he was he was a 3-and-D. Now he's going to, to the hole. He's got the ball in his hand. I saw a couple weeks ago his leg went the other way. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, he's yeah. run down. He played also yeah. for Team USA in, in the in the wintertime, Jack. What are your closing thoughts or remarks on your Brooklyn Nets um, going into the deadline tomorrow? The only real hope to do this is to, to do a proper rebuild. To use all, all picks, Phoenix's picks. And you need to, in the NBA, you need a Jokic. You need that top guy. And you got to draft them. You got to draft your guys. You got to go through your bad years. They're supposed to be keeping years. Nick Claxton. They refuse to just say that Cam Thomas is the guy, and and uh, they got They got to build with a core. They have to draft their own core, and the fans will will definitely go for it. I mean, we're we're 
sticking around for all the nonsense <laughs> over the last 11 years in Brooklyn. We'll definitely go for it. Thanks for the call, Jack. All right, Knicks fans, we got the Nets chat out of the way. And I know it goes hand in hand, right, as the Knicks fans are enjoying their run. And uh, all is right in New York City as the Knicks are fighting for a three seed in the fourth place spot. And as the Knicks have two all-stars and, uh, you know, the city is back into Madison Square Garden. Go New York, go New York, go it. It's perfect that the Brooklyn Nets are miserable. It's perfect that the Nets suck. It's perfect that the Nets are 20 and 30 in 11th place in the East, not able to beat the Knicks. And it uh, feels like the Knicks have kind of, you know, regained uh, their energy, their swagger. And, I mean, they, it was always a Knicks town. There's always way more Knicks fans. They've been here since 1940. But um, I think the two things fit right together. Josh is in the Bronx. Josh on the fan. Hey, um, hey Keith, tell me something cool. Hey. Listen, one point about the Nets. Do not trade Dennis Smith Jr., please. His energy... Nobody wants him. He shoots the ball off the side of the backboard. You can't trade him. <laughs> but his defense, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, he, but, he, 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 I, I'm not, you know, shout out to Dennis yeah. Smith Jr. He brings okay. a lot of good energy, but he's just... Okay, Chief, I agree. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Anyway, KM, the trade deadline is 3 p.m. tomorrow. School's out. Let, let it all happen. Let it all hang out. And, you know, where they where they go, they go, man. Thanks for taking my call. I'll call you Friday, guy. Thanks for the call, Josh. Yeah, I don't know. Dennis Smith Jr., like, that's where we're at. Like, Jacques Vaughn is saying that he's playing Dennis Smith Jr. at the end of the games over Cam Thomas because of his spirit. He's definitely a much better defender than Cam Thomas, but the Nets find ways, like you, you heard, uh, you know, Jack mention, um, you know, that Clippers game, they couldn't score a bucket. Right, they they blew like a 19 point lead or something. They couldn't get a bucket late in the game, and they'd rather have Dennis Smith Jr., who can't create his own shot, be in the game because he brings defensive spirit. All right. Anyway, uh, Al in Keyport on the fan, go for it, Al. Everybody needs a job, but Jock uh, Vaughn should be fired for doing that. Just just even thinking about doing that. They have listen with Claxton Bridges. And Cam Thomas, they got three really, really good young players. What's wrong with keeping them and just adding to them? Why break this up? It's just insane. It's like them talking about trading Alonzo. I mean, they're nuts. It's 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 nuts. Well, they're not they're not trading the young guys. There are some expendable older guys that they're going to trade, but like you know, Jacques Vaughn, it starts with him, right? Like I, I don't think any of the Nets fans are really looking at. There should be at least 500 yeah. with, the, with the players they got. He's doing yeah. terrible. He talks good. He's like Buck Showalter. Yeah, he, he says good, yeah. But- he says all the positive right things, and uh, it's just not translating on the floor. I don't think he, he has the locker room. I don't think those guys are responding to his messages, to his voice. It's a shame. You know what I mean? They're complete turmoil. you got to have some kind of consistency. You know what I mean? It's turning over, turning over. It's crazy. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of guys in there with different um, wants, needs, ideas of what they should be, how they should be playing, whether they should be starting or whatnot. Thanks for the call, Al. I'll say this, and I'm going to get off the Nets conversation. I I see all the Knicks fans waiting as well. But there's Nets calls. This is New York. I know you all like to pretend the Nets play in Arkansas, but they play right down the road. You've got Ben Simmons coming back after um, not playing for three months saying, I'm most useful as a starter. I should be starting. Plays three games. No more than 20 minutes, and he's talking, I should be starting. 
You shouldn't even be here. You got Spencer Dinwiddie right now, who fans are saying is checked out, quit on the team, is just going through the motions. But he's actually tweeting right now, if you go look up Spencer Dinwiddie's Twitter, to say the contrary. And there's rumors about a potential buyout with him, but I don't think that happens. Sean Marks thought he was giving the fans a little reunion, having Spencer Dinwiddie come back, and the second tour hasn't been great at all. Cam Thomas is a young phenom. He's one of the best young scorers in the league. His defense is lacking, but he's in his third year. He's made some strides passing the ball. He's learning to defend his position, but at the same time, he's yours. He's homegrown. You picked him, and uh, they just won't say that, yes, he's a starter. They won't just say he's the guy. He's one of the you know best players on the team. They just keep going back to he's young. He's got to grow. So that's what I mean when I'm like there's a lot of different guys on the team with different wants and needs. Nick Claxton, they say they want to keep. They want to extend him. Mikael Bridges, I know they're building around. They're turning down multiple first-round picks. Cam Johnson signed a four-year deal. He's attached to Mikael Bridges. Dayron Sharp's been hurt. Uh, Lonnie Walker hurt. I mean, they've been banged up all season. It's just uh, not a good time for the Brooklyn Nets or the Brooklyn Nets fans. Limo driver Ed in upstate New York. What's up? Welcome back, Eddie. Hey, my brother, how you doing? Hey, listen, Ben Simmons, you know, for me from PA, when I live up there, listen, he hasn't played in five years, but I like him. Hey, he'll play He'll play a couple games, then he'll be out for the next two years. That man's getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> $40 a year. Yeah, 100, hey, $175 yeah, he, like million said, max contract to play a couple games right, and, and, and then be hurt at, at 26 saying, years old. Listen, you know, when he says he, ain't gonna, he, he wants to start and he gets mad, don't worry. He'll be right back out. He'll be out for the season. And that's what that's what happened. Eddie came back for one game. Everybody's ooh and on at the double double he had. And the yeah, last yeah, yeah. play he hurt his knee. So so now they're like, yeah. Whoa, whoa, we gotta we gotta <laughs> sit him the next game. I'm like, this is a joke. This is actually like My this is the reality paid, Nets bro. fans are in. We got Ben Simmons on this team. Oh, he has got paid, man, for five years, brother, and haven't played a game. That's the kind of job I need. I'm up here yeah, working three jobs. Yeah, must must be nice just to you know have have some athleticism, be be tall, yep. go to college, yep. get drafted, play long enough to get that max contract, and now just be chilling. Yep. You know what? They don't they don't talk anything about his his mental health issues anymore. Remember that when he came out of oh, Philly yeah. and he claimed mental health so that he could uh, he could recoup that money from Philadelphia because they were trying to to dock him. Yep. They don't talk about his mental health anymore. They talk about his fashion. I was listening yep. to Cameron and Mace's show. They said he dresses too well for someone that's uh, depressed. Does, for so, for someone that's that depressed, he puts he puts on <laughs> designer gear every day, looks in the mirror, feels great. Hey, I, that's why I say more power to the brother because he knows what he got going on. But listen, real quick on my boy Brunson. I love him. He's tired, man. He fell. He tripped over his feet. He's doubling and bumping and upping and up. Bro, he's beat. We got to get somebody. He, he stumbled and he spent. He certainly spent. Uh, I'm right there with you, and I was talking about it last night. With with oh. Randall being out, with OG being yeah. out, it's a lot. And it's not just the on-court stuff. There's a lot mentally, right. physically, emotionally, yeah. the all-star game, the MVP chance, yeah. the energy of the garden, trying to be the guy, trying to be a leader, yeah. living his dream. His pop's right there. Like, there's just a lot. He certainly spent. Maybe they shut him That's down. Weird to the All-Star game, but I know he's going to want to play in the All-Star game. We all wanted him to be an All-Star starter. Imagine he was a starter and gets hurt and can't play. I I, I don't know. I'm saying, brother, because when he went down and I seen the way the ankle and that knee, he buckled. Could've, man, could have had an ACL. Could have tore it, brother. He could have tore it. 
So, but that's what I'm saying is right now, like you said, is we got to go out and find somebody. I don't care about, listen, I don't care how many of these number one draft picks that you got or whatever these picks you had, these 11, 12, get somebody in here. Yeah. And get the right person. Yeah, that's how they made this team so far. Thanks for the call, Ed. Like, these guys that are playing for you, they weren't drafted. That's how they made this team, wheeling and dealing, making the right moves, signing guys like Brunson, signing guys like Randall, signing guys like DiVincenzo, but trading for guys like Josh Hart, getting other guys out of here that didn't fit the coach's way, and and they got to make another move. So when we come back, we'll talk about the trade deadline, trade possibilities. We'll run through all the names that every Nick fan has talked about. They're probably using the trade simulator right now to say, okay, here's the deal. So let's take this break. When we come back, we'll talk Knicks, trade deadline, and who they should add to shore up this team in this run to a hopeful Eastern Conference Finals. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. All right. Let's keep rocking, man. 877-337-6666. KM to AM, five-hour sports talk show on the fan. We opened up the first 40 minutes or so talking Nets, talking Knicks a little bit, and now let's get into the trade deadline conversation around your New York Knicks and who do you want, who do you see coming over here. And what I'll say is this, the Knicks front office has done such a good job putting the pieces of the puzzle together, putting this current Knicks team together, you trust them, right? No matter what they do, you trust them. But I just think you don't trust them to not do anything at all. They have to do something, especially with majority of the team. You have multiple starters banged up right now. It's an insurance claim to add one more guy. And after that Lakers game Saturday night, you know they can't just add a defender. They can't just add... Anyone, they have to add a scorer. They need another guy that can create his own shot. Lenny, out in Long Island, you're on the fan. What's up, Len? Hey, Keith, love the show. Thanks for joining it. Of course. Uh, Exactly what you were just saying. I don't want to see the Knicks play this scared tomorrow. Uh, I I keep hearing the name Alec Burks thrown around. I mean, didn't didn't we do the Alec Burks thing? He's like Uh, fifth on the list at the highest, right? Like, out of all the guys that you could get, he might not even crack the top five. Yeah, I mean, what are we going to bring Nerlens Noel back to? I mean, I, I, <laughs> I just want to see I, – I want to see them make a splash. Maybe a, maybe a Brogdon or, or DeJounte Murray. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to see them kind of do what they had done in the past where they were afraid to trade a piece like, like Barrett had been. Uh, afraid to trade him for in a piece for for Mitchell in previous years, and I want to see them go out and make a splash and and not be afraid to trade a, a Grimes or a Deuce McBride to get to get a real piece here because I think this is the best team we've had in years, and to to, to kind of throw that away to to say oh we're we're going to get Alex Burke uh, and that's going to be what gets us over the hump here you know I think we need to see the Knicks uh, do do what they have been doing recently and make deals that make sense and and really make them a better team overall it's just one piece and i mean i know alec burks has been here he's a tibbs guy but he's not putting you over the top and then when you talk about being afraid to move on from a miles mcbride or a quentin grimes you can't be those guys are not going to help you in the playoffs when you need it those those guys can't hit the open shots now those guys can't 
create their own shots now against, I don't know, the Pacers, the Lakers, the Grizzlies. So when you get into a playoff series against the Cavs or the Sixers or the Bucks or the Celtics, whoever it might be, man, you need you need a dog. And you, you mentioned Malcolm Brogdon, uh, DeMar DeRozan, DeJounte Murray. Man, Kyle Kuzma's name is floated out there. Bruce Brown is floated out there. And, and I can tell you Bruce Brown has worked on his offensive game. He's a much better scorer uh, than he was with the Brooklyn Nets. He could help the team. I think he fits with this Knicks team. So they got to go ahead and, and push the button, man. I think the the fan base is going to be disappointed if tomorrow comes and goes and they don't add another player that can help this team. Totally agree. And and I know you have the Celtics out there, but you have Embiid going down. You got an injured Sixers team. I mean, they, they have a real chance to, to be in the Eastern yeah, Conference. The Celtics could lose a guy. Nobody believes in Doc Rivers leading the Bucks. Like you said, Embiid is out like six weeks or something, and he's out every year in the playoffs. Man, if this is the year that you think you can make a run at it, you got to go for it. No coulda, woulda, shoulda. You got to shore up this team for the run. Lenny, thanks for the call. Let's keep it rolling with the Knicks calls, 877-337-6666. We got Frankie in Bloomfield, New Jersey, next up on the fan. What's up, Keith? How you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling. You're welcome, brother. I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I'm also a supporter of the Nets. But let's talk Knicks, right? I heard some trade chatter um, that they were talking about trading Mitchell Robinson and Fournier for Chris Paul and Kevin Looney. That's one. Two. Okay. Now, what I'm thinking, that's a, you know, an idea proposed trade. Um, now, what I think the Knicks should do is they should go after Bodanovich from the, um, the Pistons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He he's a small forward. He can fit in the lineup. He can shoot. Uh, definitely off the bench or even as a starter while Randall's down. He's a scorer. He averages he averages what like almost 19 points a game. And I'm not sure if he's even playing right now. But that's one guy that they can use. Now you know we do have what I'm gonna call is the floor general and Jalen Brunson. So we got to get a guy off the bench that could come in, and that's not. Deuce McBride or Quentin Grimes, although I like the way they play. I mean, you're right about what you were saying, that they can't put buckets up, you know, if they had, you know, pizza sitting in front of them. Right. But, they can't do it now. They're not doing it in the playoffs. You can you can trust Dante DiVincenzo is going to find his shot in the playoffs. You might want to trade for a guy that puts him on that bench unit. You you got the right thought. Uh, right. Keep going. And I'm thinking maybe, like, you know, like the gentleman before me, he said Malcolm Brogdon. Yes, he's good, but I think Jordan Clarkson is a better Jordan pick. Clarkson is another name. So, you know, I think between having both Bojanovic, if I'm saying it correctly, and Clarkson on the team, I think we have a bigger shot at running. Now, I don't know if you heard this. Everybody was going crazy. Oh, yeah, LeBron James, LeBron James. I don't think he's going to come to the Knicks. <laughs> I personally would have said 10 years ago. I was about to say, yeah, I heard that 10 years ago, too, he was coming in. <laughs> Even Tony Supermano was trying to was trying to recruit him to come to the uh, to the East Coast and stay up in the city area. But you know what? He's a great player. I respect him. Um, but I, I just don't see him fitting in with the Knicks. No, and you don't want him. You don't want what he brings. You don't want the media attention he brings. Right. He's, he's the Wash King. I got respect for LeBron, but I was saying last night, where does he fit in with this Knicks group? He doesn't. He don't. Doesn't fit in with those guys at all. Where does he fit in in this locker room? Thanks for the call, Frankie, where, you know, these guys talk about the chemistry they have. They talk about the bond they have on and off the floor. 
You add LeBron to that, then what? You got to draft Bronny, J- Bronny Jr.? Like, no, I know it's, you know, it's a name thing. Same way it's Knicks for clicks. It's LeBron for clicks. But, yeah, uh, Bohan Bogdanovich, why not? Why not go get you a guy that can score? I remember back in the day, he dropped 40 for the Brooklyn Nets. That seems like so long ago. <laughs> seems like uh, how long ago was that that he was hooping for the Brooklyn Nets? I don't know. 2014-2017. Yeah, it was a long time ago. 877-337-6666. Who will the Knicks add to their nucleus of players? Who will they add to shore up their run? If there ever was a time to make another move. I know they made the OG move and it seemed like, wow, Eureka, everything fits even better now. But there's there's one more move you make to shore up this run, especially while, while, guys, while guys are banged up, even if it's going to get a player that's not playing. I heard some people talk about bringing Joey Harris here, Joey Buckets. He's not playing over there in Detroit. You got to just trust your front office. And I think that um, trusting your front office as you have this whole way that's going to get you there. Those guys haven't they haven't led you astray. They haven't they they get a ton of credit. They don't get enough credit. And and the head coach doesn't get enough credit either for how well the Knicks have played. Everybody just wants to talk about oh he run, historically he runs his teams into the ground. Well, historically he's trying to get his teams ready for full games, playoff games where you're going to have to play that long to win. 877-337-6666. Josh is in Poughkeepsie on the fan in New York. Hey, what's up, Keith? How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for calling in. Good, good. Uh, I just wanted to piggyback on that last caller talking about Bogdanovich. I think that's a great idea, but they have to go try to get Burks from the Pistons as well because it kills two birds with one stone. You get, get both of those guys? In, you get one person that comes in. Bogdanovich is a walking bucket. Threes, twos, free throw line. He's mm-hmm. money from everywhere. Then you get Alec Burks. He's a Tibbs guy. He comes in, he can play the point. When Brunson goes to the bench for like 10, 12 minutes a game, I think it kills two birds with one stone. Yeah. And I don't think Detroit's going to want They're too both much. up there in age, 34 and 32 exactly. years old. I got to check on their contracts. But Detroit knows, they're like Detroit, they match the worst run in NBA history. I think you can definitely get them on the phone and offer them some picks down the road, maybe even offload. Where are they going to send Evan Fournier? Where are they going to offload him at? I can't believe he's still on the team, honestly. <laughs> yeah, he survived. That's crazy. He should have never been on the team. Thanks for the call, Josh. Uh, let's get another Knicks call in here before we go to the 8 o'clock break and update. It's Ricardo out in Saddle. Brooke, what's up, Ricardo? You got it. What's up, brother? How are you? I called last week. Yeah, thanks for calling back. Thanks for listening to the show. Yeah, man. I really, really think that the Knicks need a player – obviously, in free agency, that's willing to take a sacrifice. In free agency? You know what I mean? So coming up this summer? Does that, I know. I know. What I, I want to make it clear by saying sacrifice. I mean by, like, like Andre Iguodala, when he joined the Warriors, he was in his, I would say, in his prime. And he took the sacrifice to come off the bench. Well, and yeah, to win. I, yeah, and that's what I feel like the Knicks need to do. The Knicks need to find a player was willing to take that sacrifice because they have the squad already. They have it. So you're saying like a another point guard 
that isn't going to fight for the starting role over Brunson, but when Brunson sits down and gets the much-needed rest that he needs, this guy can come in and cook. Yeah, I like like the last caller. Like I, I like the guy who said Burks. I like Burks. I like Burks, but I feel like he takes way too many shots. He, he puts the game in his hands way too much. I feel like they just need that. If they were if they were going to get a guy who was going to put the game in his hands, it would have to be a star. Like like I said before, a star that was willing to take the sacrifice to win. Yeah, but that being in free agency, you're saying, right? Not like a, thanks for the call, Ricardo. Not like a DeMar DeRozan. I mean, it's not a sacrifice when you get traded. It's a sacrifice when you sign with a team knowing that, you know, you're up there in age and you're not going to be the star. You're not going to be the focal point of the team. You're going to have to come off the bench. Like, <laughs> Carmelo's like, me? Come off the bench? Who, me? <laughs> like, yeah, Melo, at this point, you're coming off the bench, bro. There's a lot of young talent in the league. Like, you're not above it. Maybe they'll get Melo to come back. Shout out to Melo. Shout out to the kid Miro, 7 p.m. in Brooklyn, their podcast. They had Mikael Bridges. They had Kayvon on there. Who else did they have on recently? I know they were talking about Saquon and Daniel Jones and a bunch of other stuff. I got to hit Miro. Joel, what's up, bro? Victor, what's up, bro? I need to bring uh, the kid Miro back on the fan. And I need to bring you back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Rich Ackerman is coming in for his last update of the night. And then he's going to go home, but I'm going to rock till 12. This is Keith McPherson. This is KM to AM. We'll be back right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 